0: The New York Islanders placed another forward on waivers. Does this mean that changes are coming to the lineup? Plus, we take a look at the possible future of Josh Bailey as he was scratched again against Ottawa for the second time this season. We've got that, plus the latest on Matthew Barzal and a whole lot more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. (laughs) And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family. And thank you for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Lots to discuss on today's show, including a forward placed on waivers. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future show, feel free to send us an email. The email address lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWarsNYRVSNYI. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings, and I am also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so. Make sure you join me for some instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islanders fans during game time or any time. So the big news uh, that happened on Tuesday, the Islanders placing another forward on waivers uh, with the intent of sending them down to Bridgeport, this time Nikita Sashnikov. Uh, waived Tuesday afternoon, and obviously we have to wait until Wednesday to see whether or not another NHL team makes the decision to claim Sachinikov, and look, this is a a little bit of a surprise, but not a major one. Uh, Sachinikov has only played a handful of games this season, and since the injury uh, to or early in the season to Cal Clutterbuck was the main reason he got in the lineup. You know, Sashnikov clearly being that 13th forward or 14th forward right now, even behind Ross Johnston. He's played in three games for the Islanders and essentially has four shots on goal, no points. He is a minus two. He's got eight hits uh, in those three games. And look, Sashnikov... Gives the Islanders a little speed in their lineup. He is physical. He is certainly a a bottom six forward kind of a player. So the question now becomes why are the Islanders sending him down? And I think the answer is partially to get him some playing time. But the real question is is this, you know, who's coming up as a result of this decision and this situation? We don't know that as of now, and, you know, there are a number of different candidates. Do players like Simon Holmstrom, Atu Ratu, or William Dufour figure into the equation as players who may come up and join the uh, the big club? Or is Bridgeport's leading scorer, Ruslan uh, Ishkakov, going to be the player who is brought up and, and put Uh, in the Islanders lineup or is this part of a longer term idea where the Islanders are looking to make a trade and again we saw Josh Bailey uh, benched against Ottawa on Tuesday second time Bales has sat out a game was that because they were shopping Bailey as part of a trade and then that enters into the equation so a lot we don't know at this point with regard to the situation. But if uh if Sashnikov clears waivers, the Islanders will have a roster spot open, and it'll be interesting to see what they do to fill that roster spot. And you know, whether or not they try to bring up an offensive-minded player, all the players we Talked about, Holmstrom, Ratu, Dufour, more top six kind of forwards than bottom six forwards. And also guys you wouldn't want sitting out uh, as as a black ace. You would want those guys in the lineup. So a lot of questions, not a lot of answers. We will see what Lou Lamorello has in mind and how this all fits together. And uh, definitely follow along on Twitter as we'll give you the latest updates and information about what is happening. Matthew Barzal, meanwhile, he continues to be a key productive part of this team. He is tied for the team lead with 18 points through 17 games. The only difference is, of course, Barzi has no goals. So, he's tied with Brock Nelson. Nelson leads the team with nine goals, nine assists. That's 18 points. Barzy, even though he has 44 shots on goal, he has yet to score. And, you know, somebody on Twitter during the, the Senators game uh, basically suggested late in the game that they get Barzal out on the ice uh, so he could have a shot at an empty net goal. And I think that's a wise suggestion because The longer this slump goes on, and it's 17 games this season right now, the more people are going to talk about it, the more Barzi will be squeezing his stick and pushing himself, and overall, the sooner Matthew Barzal can get off the schneid and get that first goal and just sort of put all the, the conversations about him having no goals to rest I think the better off will be. I mean, if I would have told you on October 1st that through 17 games, Scott Mayfield would have four more goals than Matthew Barzal, you would not be happy with that assessment. But Barzi is playing well overall. And again, to me, that point-a-game mark, important for Barzi to have, but zero goals is just not acceptable for a top six Forward. I could. If he had two goals and 16 assists, I'd be a lot happier than zero goals and 18 assists. Let's see if this next game at Nashville is where he gets uh, off the schneid. Look, three games left on this road trip. That'll get him to the 20-game mark for the season. And Islander fans have to hope that Matthew Barzal ends this situation where he has no goals on the season and ends it quickly, and of course, we will keep you updated on all of that. We have got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our weekly farm report. We'll talk all things Bridgeport Islanders as the Islanders continue to pick up points in nearly every game they're playing. We've got that plus our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Can we pause the pod for a second? Okay, we're paused. Great, because you got to try this. I'm talking about Built Bar's new reimagined flavors, flavors like Cookie Dough Topper, Coconut Brownie Bar, and Coconut Brownie Topper white chocolate peppermint granola it's built's take on the granola bar so it's more filling and still insanely tasty and candy cane brownie puff built bars are like biting into the universe their most delicious cloud first off for anyone who hasn't tried built bars before they are literally the best tasting protein bars ever built and they're rev- revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, just 130 calories per bar. Built, you got to try this. Get 15% off your order right now by using the code LOCKEDON15 at Built.com. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. Thanks for making Locked On Islanders your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. So it's time for our weekly farm report. We do this almost every Wednesday. And uh, the Bridgeport Islanders picked up a point in both of their games this past weekend. They played a a very good team, the Hershey Bears, twice. Ended up losing both games, but losing them both in overtime. So, sort of a a, a mixed blessing. On Friday, uh, which was Veterans Day, they ended up losing in Hershey by a 4-3 Margin 32 saves for Jakob Skarick in that game. Hudson Fashing with two goals for Bridgeport, but it wasn't quite enough. Kyle McLean also scoring his second goal of the game, but it was Vincent Iorio scoring at 2:01 of the overtime period, and Hershey's win streak became four. And you know, Hershey is the team the Islanders are sort of battling for supremacy in the Atlantic Division. Unfortunately, Saturday, another game, two straight games in Hershey this past weekend. And again, an overtime loss for Bridgeport. This time, 2-1. to one. It was scoreless. Uh, into the third period when Vincent Savigny ended up uh, scoring, Corey Schneider made 30 stops in a losing cause, unfortunately. And and in overtime, the game winner by Sam Annis happened on the power play. So never good to basically take uh, a penalty in overtime when there's even more space to maneuver. So Islanders, Bridgeport, picking up two points in two road games over the past weekend, but both of them picked up via overtime losses and it'll be important i think for the bridgeport islanders to to do well they have a very busy weekend coming up with three games saturday uh friday night rather a home game against the charlotte checkers that's a seven o'clock eastern time start saturday another home game this time against the Wilkes-Bar Scranton Penguins, also a 7 o'clock Eastern time start, and then Sunday at 3.05 Eastern time, so the matinee Sunday on the road against the Providence Bruins. Some pretty big rivalry games. Providence and uh, Bridgeport always uh, rivalries. Again, now if we look at the uh, point charts here, Ruslan uh, Ishkakov, Leads the team with 14 points. He's tied for the team lead in assists with 10 with Samuel Bolduc, who is the leading scorer among defensemen with 12 points, two goals, 10 helpers. Meanwhile, six goals for Andy Andreoff. That leads the team in that category. And uh, again, we mentioned Hudson Fashion with a two-goal game on Friday last week. He now has Five goals, that places him second on the team. If you're asking about some of the prospects, Atu Ratu, two goals, six points right now through 12 games. William Dufour, four goals, five points through 12 games. Simon Holmstrom, three goals, five points through 12 contests. So you see that the three highly regarded prospects at Bridgeport, not playing badly, but not near the top of the point uh, situation right now and I, I, I think overall you know the, these are not the players who are doing the best at Bridgeport and their play so far doesn't tell me they must be called up right away in order to perform in goal Corey Schneider 5-1-1 on the season a 2-3-8 goals against average and a 9-21 save percentage Schneider playing very well meanwhile Jakob Skerek a 2-1-2 record 3.81 goals against and an 8.86 save percentage, so he has been struggling uh, a, a little bit more when compared to a lot of his teammates. So there you have, you know, what we're looking at for this team. You look at the standings right now, and Bridgeport now in third behind Hershey and Providence. Providence in 13 games 10-1 and 2 Hershey 8-2 two and 2 Bridgeport 7-2 and 3 but those three teams by far uh are the elite 3 in the Atlantic Division they played Hershey twice last weekend they played Providence once this weekend so uh a big chance to to again solidify themselves at the top of the Atlantic Division standings as one of the two or three elite teams in this division, but overall, uh, the Bridgeport Islanders off to a very solid start right now, and they hope to build on that and continue to play well. Uh, Definitely encouraging things coming from Bridgeport, and, uh, you know, the penalty kill has been pretty good. The power play a little less consistent, but also playing well. And overall, Bridgeport really has been consistent. I mean, you go on the road this past weekend and you play Hershey, which is one of the better teams in the league, and you get points in both games. It's disappointing to lose, but you, you get two road points in two games, whether it's a win and a loss or two overtime losses, and you win most of your home games. That's a recipe for... For a a very strong season and we're seeing that right now from the bridgeport islanders so that is certainly encouraging and again we're going to keep an eye on what happens with sashnikov and who if anyone is called up from bridgeport or whether or not there is a trade made to solidify uh you know that final roster spot it's something that all islander fans are going to be aware of. We have got more to discuss on today's show. We'll have some additional thoughts on how the Islanders are going to fill this roster spot, plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, a former uh, fourth-line player who gave the Islanders some toughness in the late 2000s. We've got that and a whole lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day. And uh, we're going to go back to Monday, which was the 41st birthday of former Islanders winger Tim Jackman. Jackman played at the Minnesota Mankato, two years of college hockey there, was drafted originally by the Blue Jackets in the second round back in 2001. Made his NHL debut in the 03-04 season with Columbus, then played for Phoenix and L.A., but only had cups of coffee there before joining the Islanders in the 07-08 season. Stuck with the Isles through the 2009-2010 campaign before joining the Calgary Flames and Anaheim Ducks, his last season of pro hockey, 2015 2016 his best year with the islanders uh by far was 2008 2009 he played a career high with the islanders anyway and i a team high 69 games five goals 12 points and 155 penalty minutes that was his nhl career high you know for a guy who was a bottom six forward 483 career nhl games 32 goals, 75 points, 806 penalty minutes. He played in nine playoff games, all of those with the Ducks in 2015, and had 12 penalty minutes. And Jackman was a tough guy. He was a a spirited kind of a player, not the kind of guy who was going to put a lot of pucks in the net, but he was always going to defend his teammates, always going to dig pucks out of the corner, and always going to play well. Uh in his role we look at one of his better games with the islanders january 29 2009 at the phillips arena in atlanta islanders with jan denis in goal the, the atlanta thrashers uh going with carrie letton in this game and it was the islanders dominating early in the first period Trent Hunter gets the Isles on the board 55 seconds into the game. His 12th, Mark Streit and Bruno Gervais with the assist. Then Kyle Oposo, his 8th from Josh Bailey at 729. And the Islanders led 2-0. Our Islanders' birthday of the day, Jim Jackman made it 3-0 at 1025. His 3rd from Andy Hilbert and Brendan Witt. And then Doug Waite, his eighth from Mike Comrie and Mark Strite at 13.17, four nothing Islanders after one. In the second period, uh, Tim Jackman, in addition to taking a minor for interference, dropped the gloves with Chris Thorburn. They both went off for fighting at 9.34 of the second period. No scoring, so the Islanders led four nothing after 40 minutes. But then The Thrashers got back into the game. First a goal by Zach Bogosian, his third, from Matthew Schneider and Rich Peverly, just 26 seconds into the third. Then on the power play with Bill Guerin of the Islanders off for hooking. Peverly, his fifth, from Slava Kozlov at 6.20. That made it 4-2. Marty Reasoner made it 4-3, his eighth, from Colby Armstrong and Eric Perrin. And all of a sudden, that 4-0 comfortable lead, down to one goal, but Kyle Oposo gets his second goal of the game. Ninth of the year, Josh Bailey and Blake Como with the assist. A late goal by Ilya Kovalchuk, assisted by Toby Enstrom and Rich Peverly. In the final minute of the game, made it a one-goal game again, but the Islanders held on and won the game by a score of 5-4. to four. 33 saves for Jan Denis. Islanders outshot 37-33. In this one, for Tim Jackman, our Islanders' birthday of the day, he had a goal. He had seven penalty minutes and three shots on goal in this one, 14 minutes and 19 seconds of ice time. So again, uh, we want to wish a very happy 41st birthday, belated 41st birthday, to Tim Jackman, the six foot two, 225-pound forward. Uh, he is our islanders birthday of the day interesting situation now for the islanders how are they going to handle this open roster spot will they lose sashnikov by placing him on waivers is placing him on waivers part of a trade is it part of the idea that the islanders will uh look to bring up one of their younger prospects a lot of things we don't know as of the time of this recording, I am hoping that they don't rush the young players. I know it's easy to say, we've got this great prospect. He has all the potential in the world. Let's get him up here and see what he could do. But you don't want to see a young player's confidence dashed at this point. You don't want to rush them up to the league and and, and get them discouraged. So it's a fine line. And, you know... you. I understand wanting to get Sashnikov some action. It's a risk sending him down. They lost Kiefer Bellows that way. But what's in the best long term interests of this hockey team? To me, it's not rushing Atu Ratu, not rushing William Dufour. If they were playing lights out at Bridgeport, I would say, yeah, okay, maybe they're ready for that cup of coffee or that first opportunity to play for the Islanders, but I don't see that happening just yet. I told you uh, during our farm uh, report segment, these players are not even, they're roughly at a point every other game in Bridgeport, that wouldn't translate to a lot of offense at the NHL level. So I, I, I love these kids. I'm eager to see what they could do but I don't want to see them rushed up to the NHL just yet. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen for your next listen. Check out the Locked On Today, Locked On Sports Today podcast. You can catch up on the biggest stories of the day in sports, plus get instant reactions, big game recaps and our take of the day. Locked On Sports Today available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast, We will be back tomorrow. Among other things, we will have a full preview of the Islanders game in Nashville against the Preds, and we will certainly know by then what happened uh, with Sashnikov and this open roster spot. And again, we'll keep you up to date on Twitter as well. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.